we're back! Yeah! <laughs> welcome it back. One threw you off, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, it did. It, it was really weird. Uh, welcome back to the Metal Hand of God podcast. Uh, the podcast where rum very rarely shows up now. Um, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> just because you weren't here last time. That's why I did that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm your host, Wayne. And these gentlemen are... You don't know who you are? I know who I am. Fuck. I'm Adam. Yes. And I'm the rum guy. Yes. And we have a special guest today, Mr. Jesse Cole James. Hello, sir. Hey, what's up? You officially are our first country music guest ever. I appreciate it. Thanks. (laughs) No, we appreciate it. Uh, for anybody who doesn't know, Mr. Jesse Cole James is playing on New Year's Eve at the Babylon. Uh, something we're put on, putting on. So, you it's know, it's gonna be a fun show. It's gonna be a, you know, I, I think it'd be a great place to be for New Year's Eve. If you say it's gonna be a hoot, I'm gonna hit you. No, it's not gonna be a hoot. It's gonna be an awesome show. All right. Because I've heard this gentleman's uh, songs and he is amazing. Thank you. I, agree. I tell you now, man. I wish you guys were around during my uh, rock and roll days. Yeah, yeah. The, you, this gentleman started off touring with uh, who was it? Like Warrant and Warrant, Cinderella, Quiet Riot, Enough's Enough. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that awesome? That is freaking awesome. <laughs> and I tell you right now, man. There's times I miss those days. Yeah. You probably I, smart and got out of it though. Well, Warrant, Warrant's probably still out there somewhere. Yeah, they do the uh, they do the uh, what the '80s uh, reunion things a lot. Yeah, I mean, but it's not the same without Janie Lane, so... No, that's true. That's true, and and neither is, uh, what is it, uh, Require Riot Singer's Dead as well. Heck yeah, it's uh, it's weird, I mean, um, I heard, at first, I heard uh, Dean Snyder was going to actually take the place of that. Really? Yeah. I can um, kind of see that. It would, it, I think it'd be kind of wild, I mean, I mean, I still got my rock and roll days in me, you know, I mean... Sure. I and mean, every time they come out and play, I'm going to go back and see them. Hey, it's it's good music. It was a good time. It was a different era, but it was awesome era. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It was, it was, you did you did say it correctly. It was an error. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so uh, so Jesse, yeah. From 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 that point, how did you become the country man you are today? I actually started writing songs for a couple of the artists back in the. Uh, um, in Nashville, Sarah Evans recorded one of my songs. Oh, wow. Oh, really? Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Which, which uh, song? Um, it was, uh, um, they changed the title. I had it as a, Not a Moment Too Far. And I feel they, they uh, she might have kept it the same, but I'm not sure. And uh, her and Vince Gill, Vince Gill was actually a, did a special appearance in it as a background um, small part in the vocals on it. It's when oh, she wow. Came out, I think it was 95 when she came out. That's incredible. Yeah. That's really I, awesome, dude. I love Sarah Evans. She was awesome. Oh, I still love Sarah Evans. I haven't, I haven't seen her in a while. You know, I told my wife, uh, Sarah Evans got naked. I'll be the first one in line. Yeah, that, <laughs> I, that makes two of us. <laughs> but, but the, this wasn't a, oh, as you were walking down the aisle, was it? You, I hope not. Just, <laughs> I hope not. I still tell her that today. <laughs> you, you know, it was, the, it was the video that did it for me when she did the, um, what was it, that uh, Wizard of Oz type video? Oh my God! Yes, that's the one that did it for me. I was like, "Wow, yes, I have a have a Dorothy fetish now. It's great." <laughs> but you, so you were saying like you you started uh, you started writing and uh, 
Well, yeah, I started writing and I took a 10-year break because my ex-wife that I had with, you know, my two kids I have now, um, for, you know, for the wife I have here, um, she told me to choose music or the kids and I chose, the, you know, my uh, children. So I took sure. a break until they got old enough and I got back into it again and um, I made it to The Voice in 2012. Wow. Yeah. Very uh, cool. I was supposed to, I made it to the live showing you already do the turnaround of the chairs. Yeah. Yeah. My wife's dad passed away during, I was up there in February of 2012. And it was, uh, I think it was like three people before me. It was supposed to go on to do the live chair turning. And uh, we got a call and Carson Daly came back and running and said, here, you need to take this call. Like, you know, ASB. So we ran, went running. And that's when I ended up finding out that, you know, he passed away. So we got, we took the first flight back. Oh wow, man! Ah uh, man, that's terrible. I, I blame, I blame Carson Daly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's he's got a black cloud around him all the time. So exactly, but it was all cool, man. They gave us first flight, you know, or uh, first class and everything. It was pretty cool. And oh, that's neat. And uh, told me if I ever wanted to come back, I could. But things are turning around. You know, things work for a reason and turn out pretty good. There you go, man. Well, it's all right. So, uh, so what? What made you want to make that that switch, though? Like, you, I mean, I know you you said you you started writing for for country artists, but you know, I mean, that's a that's a pretty big leap from from Cinderella to, to Sarah Evans. Well, the reason is because a lot of people don't realize, especially some of these young artists coming out. And you know, uh, Wayne, you see me post about it too. Um, yep. I don't like, and it disappoints me how all these young artists all they see is a dollar, and you know they don't see what music really was about and back in the 80s and why where it continued for me is where my writing continued from because 80s ballads was considered the love songs of country yeah mm -hmm. and that's why i do country right now because i love the music of it it tells the story just like the ballads did back then i could see that i mean yeah. I, I, listening to your tracks I, you you definitely are a uh, a storyteller when it comes to your music yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's what it's about, it, and it is. It's about the fans, and, uh, you know, if you can get them to follow along with your songs, you know, that tells you right there you're still, you know, this. that's where you need to be. Yeah, yeah, and, you got a good uh, point, man. The 10-year break that I had, I, I believe it actually saved my vocals. Oh, okay. Yeah. Rest, and, rest, uh, in your, rest in your vocals from uh, uh, alcohol and partying? Well, I did a lot of that, actually. I mean, yeah. I never touched a drug in my life, uh, which is pretty cool, After even after the after parties that we were part of. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, torn yeah. with those acts, I guess there was plenty of that. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you right now, man, I drank so much, it lasted <laughs> me a lifetime. I was so drunk. <laughs> like, you know, I, I've just really, had water. I've, I personally have never had a drop. You're so full of shit. <laughs> You're drinking now, asshole. Why are you telling this man that? <laughs> but, um... But, you know, man, like you guys said, you know, it, it's this music nowadays has really changed. And I'm hoping that the music that I'm doing and, and the songs that are being written will hopefully bring back, you know, real music. Yeah. yeah. Well, the the of the five tracks that you sent us, uh, I, there's there's a little bit of, of range there. Like the there's three of them. Like, I, I'm I'm a dreamer. Uh, set them up, Joe. And I don't remember the the first one uh, uh those, was that the down home I, boy maybe 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. those, uh, I could hear you. You were definitely going more country western, and then the other two. Uh, for, my head. Yeah, and country country spirit. I could tell you were going for a little bit more of a modern. Yeah, modern. I'm trying to bring back. It's more traditional the with my vocals, but the sound I want modern, and uh, but I want to keep the traditional sound. Yeah, well, you know, it's got to be a little bit progressive if it's going to make it, you know, in, in in today's country. I mean, it's just yeah, exactly. it's good to have that classic sound, though. Well, I mean, it's got to it's got to be a progressive. It's going to make in in music in general. I right. mean, you know, you got to have well, some kind of edge. Depends on what nowadays. you're going for. If you're going for the radio, yeah, but uh, I mean, you're out in Nashville. I take it. Um, and no, I'm actually uh, moved out of Nashville, and because uh, I don't trust the Nashville scene, it's not country music no more. So, I moved back up towards my wife's family because her mom's not doing good, and neither my mom either. And we're up in West Virginia. Oh, okay. well, hey, there's a there's a decent country scene up in West Virginia now. No, I'm disappointed actually, to be honest. Really? Because really? wow. it used to be. Yeah. Back no, in the day, to... it used to be a because de- I'm I'm originally from up in uh, Western Pennsylvania. That's yeah. where I'm from, actually. Oh, where whereabouts? Green County. Green Green County. Pittsburgh, south of Pittsburgh. I'm north of Pittsburgh. I'm from Butler <laughs> County. See, I know exactly. Man, I wrestled in there in my early 80s. Okay. Now, wait, wait. You wrestled in your early 80s? Man, you're old. <laughs> no, man, I'm pretty hot. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's cool, man. Hey, that's awesome, dude. Western PA, all right. But, uh, I'm, I'm quite frankly shocked that Rome uh, didn't uh, fight you or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, like y'all, were, y'all, y'all like the, the Jets and the Sharks. Y'all, one's from the north and one's from the south. Y'all should have had a war. Uh, oh, I, I just meant because Rome uh, ends not necessarily violently, but poorly with, with almost everyone. Uh, I get Thank it. Thank you, Adam. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, but back back when I when I was living up in PA, um, we used to go down. Um, I don't. I, I I played with a well himself. It's a long time ago. I played with a country band um, back when I was in high school. Right. And uh, we we did some covers and stuff like it. Nothing nothing major. But we did do a couple shows down around West West Virginia and stuff. And the scene seemed to be pretty good at that time. But I I don't know how it is. You know anymore? It's been God. It's been a couple years. You know, at least at least fifteen since I've been back up there. Yeah, that's a couple. Yeah, a couple, couple fives. <laughs> We've all changed. I mean, the music here now in this scene area, it's all bluegrass, and most of them don't want to leave their living room. Oh wow! So, and another reason why I left Nashville. Um, there's some great artists down there, musicians and everything, but. A lot of them think they're going to make and become millionaires overnight, and and uh, um, some of them don't even want to leave Broadway for seventy five dollars to split seven ways. You can't wow. do that. Yeah, you can't do that. Yeah, that's just the way it is. And then, uh, um, you know, I met you know since I've been doing this on my own and doing the solo stuff, uh, you know, I went through some pretty bad managers and everything until I found a real good one now. And uh, Richard, man, he's awesome. And, uh, yeah, he seems like a really nice guy, man. He's a pretty straight shooter. I talked to him a few times on the phone, and you know, he seemed like a pretty nice dude. Oh, he knows the business too, and that's what that's what even makes it better. Um, back in the '80s, we had to do things on our own usually, and and we had this little sleazy uh, managers <laughs> back then that would take almost fifty percent of everything we made. Yeah, yeah, uh, I know that feeling. That's always nice. Yeah, yeah I, 
we used to get uh, and I, Wayne can attest to this and and uh, uh, you know it, we used to you know we were lucky to get part of the door you know exactly. and yeah yeah that by the sucks. time you got your part of the door and then the manager took the rest of it well you know by the time you were done you had a a, a bar tab you probably still owe 10 bucks off <laughs> yep and after everybody drank and in there went your your uh, money that you made that night um but you know when i was with uh poison and them and uh botano was probably one of my best shows ever that i did with them it was a three-day weekend mm-hmm. and every 80 band that was ever discovered was there and wow. um uh, but you know, I learned a lot from certain bands that I've opened for, you know, where it went from, you know, from Brett, he'd tell me how I needed to be, become a better performer, as in pick the girl out there in the audience, because that's the one that's spending the most money. Yeah, that's true. And um, and then the other one, like when I was with Brooks and Dunn opening for them in 2002. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was, it was a blast. And, uh, man, they got me really bad. I'm going to tell you guys a funny story about that. You know how rookies when in sports and everything get picked on and stuff and initiated yeah sure. well brooks and dunn and uh man they got me good one time we were we <laughs> doing sound check at a fair and uh, i believe it was in uh oh, shoot what was it um boston boston okay and um they i didn't even know it but they gave me something like x-lax <laughs> no, really, man, it was bad, and, and all of a sudden I'm in. A, they had a mic down, and I wasn't using the guitar at the time. They had a mic down near my stomach where the guitar should be at, and I hear something going rumbling in the speakers, and I didn't know what the hell it was. And next thing I know, and, and boy, it got louder and louder, and I just let out this huge pocket, and it went everywhere for the whole playground. <laughs> oh God, I was so embarrassed, and I ran off the stage. And I thought it was done with. And then during the show, we went on about 7 o'clock. And Brooks Dunn wasn't going to go on until 8. And we did about 45 minutes. But I think it was about my second song into <laughs> our set. I got really sick. And, I, and, man, I started having diarrhea, man. I was starting, I mean, he's, and I went off the stage. He goes, well, I guess we're coming on early. I was like, oh, shit. You know? And that's when I found out the next day that they're the ones that did it. Oh, man. You know, I'd, I'd, dirty. Always, I'd always heard that Ronnie Dunn was a shit starter. <laughs> that's now, it, fucking great. That's but I mean, but they, you know, they teach you, and that's what's so cool about some of these artists back in the, you know, from the earlier days as for the country and stuff, because they actually teach if you want to listen to become a better performer and uh, have a long career. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I do. I pick the brains of everybody I open for. Oh, yeah, that's hey, good, that's, though. That's smart man, yeah. Right there. That's, that's yeah. something you want to do. I mean, if. You know, I've if I had that type of opportunity, I'd I'd want to learn every freaking trick in the book. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of there's certainly a lot of acts on country radio these days that are probably not going to have a very long career. Oh uh, yeah, there's plenty. And you know, I'm really upset. And I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. I think she's hot, but <laughs> um, I don't think she's a country. You know, she should have never been in country. And that's Taylor Swift. Um. She uses an auto box. Yeah. And, um, you know, if you're going to be a, in, you're discovered as a real singer, you're not using an auto tuner on stage for your shows. That's, that's true. Well, I mean, she started off kind of. I'm, I'm not a huge Swift fan. Yeah, let, 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 me, let me throw that out there right now. But, um, I mean, she started off very, very pure. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when yep. I mean, 
right off the, right out of the gate then all of a sudden it was it's like the wrong people got a hold of her but i mean again the wrong people were the right people for her right because I don't, they have blown her up i don't think it i don't think it's a people got a hold of her from what i understand her father uh behind a lot of it is her father's got money and well and uh, I, I think i think it was always that intent and is but she's not the first one i mean she's the Dixie really not that good no oh She's yeah, not. She's good at what she does. She's, she's good. At- she's 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 okay. She's okay at what she does. But there's a thousand other people out there that should be signed over her. Exactly. Easy. I don't know. I think she's better than a lot of pop artists these days. Oh hey, I, but I she, don't but know. There you, but, but there's your there's your dilemma. You did say she's a pop artist. Well, she she's declared that she she left country. Right. Yep. Yeah, as, long, oh, no. as long as she doesn't go the way of Miley Cyrus, I think she'll be okay. Oh, man, that's bad. Ah, whatever. I mean that that she she was great, and then all of a sudden she got freaking weird. Yeah. Hey, uh, Justin. I mean, like you, you know, you guys mentioned you know Taylor Swift's dad. He owned the biggest trucking company in, in Pittsburgh. Mm. And oh. um, yeah, man, he did. I mean, the guy was you know worth millions, and um, he was actually supposed to be one of the guys uh, that was supposed to buy um, and pitch into the Pirates. Oh wow! Oh really? Yeah, back a while, oh, man, going on 15 years ago. Oh, that's cool. Wow. That was a couple years ago. <laughs> that was a couple. Yeah, yeah a couple. A couple fives. And, uh, but then, Throw you know, back. like I said, she had daddy's money, and of course, money talks. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. The I... artists like her, they're not working, they're, they're not doing the piss holes and a little, you know, where it only has three people playing or, you know, for an audience. Yeah. She's done that. Right. Well, yeah, that, that's another thing, too, is these, these people, you know, no, no offense to anybody who's done it, especially you, because you've gone there and done the voice and things like that. You, you, you're, you're going to do the voice. But these people that get on these shows and yep. they have not played anywhere but yep. their bathroom and they get signed to a record label. I know. I mean, it's, it's amazing to me. I mean, there is a lot of talent out there. There is there a lot is. of talent. There is, but but, but it but does bother I, I'm me. I'm one of those firm believers that I I I I, I didn't make it a, a full time career, and uh, uh, you know, uh, doing what we did, and, right, and, and then you didn't, and I know Adam didn't, you know, when he was in his, you know, apparently looking at his avatar picture, his metal days. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, paying your dues, you've uh, got I, to pay the dues. Done man. a lot it's of that. It's the only way to learn. You know, and and I've I have much respect for those who have paid their dues yes. and are still going and still going strong. You know, well, I, I mean, I guess it depends though. Like if if you have a shot, like I mean, oh. if, if you're good enough, if you're good enough, should you should you pass on it and just assume? Oh that, no, that hell no, don't pass. No, 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 no. I'm not saying anything no. like that. What I'm saying no. is, I, I just think it's it's one of those. It, they don't last long. They're, well, bu- they're like the well, bubblegum. Let's, let's be clear though, you like, know, uh, the play. voice, the voice in American Idol. Realistically, you can just kind of lump them together, you know. And what's the other one? America's Got Talent. The ninety nine point nine percent of the people that have come out of any of those shows don't even have a career. Like hey. they, they they win and then like they put out an album that no one buys. And it goes away. And what's interesting, though, is that there have been a number of country stars, all of whom are moderately successful, with right. the exception of Carrie Underwood, um, 
but there have been a number of com- country stars to come out of those, and a lot of them were like people that lost those contests. That's true because a lot of times it's the second and third runner-up that get the be- the best deal. Even yep. I- if that, uh, I can't think. Josh Groban is it Grope? Not Groban? Huh? No, no. There's a there's a guy uh, who who was in like season two of The Voice, not The Voice, uh, American Idol. Oh, I don't watch Josh. I can't think. I can think of this the last big song he had, but but anyway, but he was like number number nine or something like that, and he he had like a, a moderately successful country career, and I think he's still technically around. That's all right, but but you know, like it. But most of them, you know, they didn't pay their dues, and maybe that's part of it. But most of them that are going for rock or or pop, they just go away. Right. Oh, one thing with with well, I won't even say rock, but I'll I'll go more pop on this on this aspect of it. Pop is just you need to do something big, something fast, something quick. Get your money and get the f out. Right. Oh yeah, hundred percent, dude. You cannot. It, pop musicians don't have the the staying power as There's they used very, to. Very, well, not, very, very, not few. anymore. That's what I'm saying. Very as they few. used to, they used to be like, like look at Michael Jackson. He lasted forever. Look at Justin Timberlake. Right. Awesome pop artist. So, yeah, he's, he's, I'll give him, he's, he's R&B. You know, I got to meet him down here in Nashville. And oh, he's cool. Making a, yeah, he's releasing a country album. What? Now, yeah, it's pretty awesome. I well, he just did. He just did that, uh, that duet uh, live at the awards with, uh, what the hell was that band's name? Uh, he just, he did the country song live with, uh, uh. it went viral. Lady out of Annabelle. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say those people. No, 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 no. It was a, it was a, it was a dude. Oh, you can look it up on YouTube right now. He nailed it. It was amazing. It was good. It was really. Mm-hmm. That was probably one of my favorite performances that he ever did. Wow. I'll, I'll reserve judgment until I hear it. Now I like Justin Timberlake, but I, I have a hard time seeing him. Yeah, no, it, I, I think that guy can do anything. I really do. I, I because you know he is he is technically he was a country guy. I mean, he—that's the way he was raised, anyway. Yeah, I mean, look at Hootie. Look what happened to him. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Hootie. Yeah, Darius Rucker, man. Here's here's the thing. Number one, like his his style of music was always a little folksy to begin with. Yeah, it was kind of folksy. And number two, like I didn't really even buy buy into Darius Rucker until I saw him in concert, and I I remember I saw him. He opened up for um, for Dirks Bentley and uh, Brad Paisley, and. Right. Hey, and Adam, after, I, I didn't know you liked country. Oh, shut up. Anyway, <laughs> uh, he uh, after his set, like he came out and he thanked the audience, and and he really won me over because of his sincerity. And I think that's that's one thing about country, and and you know, and and you could argue that maybe that's that's what's missing from a lot of modern artists Which, or or who's on the radio is is the sincerity that, what, that Hootie, comes with it. Who, or, yeah, he, he was well, I guess. Did he look at you when he, he did he did he look at you? Yes, and go, he. Only want to be with you. He actually he actually got off the stage and jerked me off. That was how sincere. <laughs> he was. Well, um, I'd get a pay extra for that. That's all right. You though. know how we were all talking about how um you know nowadays with these TV shows, reality shows, how people are making it big from it, um or if you got the gift, you can sing. We all you know we're all you know we love listening to the music from the hair. All right. Sure. And um, you remember back then, man. If you had the look back then, it was easy to get into the to the music scene. Oh yeah, yeah. You and, just had to be pretty, and then you were done. Yeah, and uh, but 
you know, there were some excellent groups, even though they had to look, but still, there was some excellent groups that came out of there. And I think back then in that, in the 80s era of it, I believe the record labels really did good picking the, the, the artist. And well, now, they, uh, here's a question for you. you. You've worked on both sides of it. You've worked in the rock, you've worked in the country. Yeah. In that, in that era, Give me your, and this is going to be hard, give me your top 80s rock and your top 80s country. Uh, okay. That's tough. Um, Dawkin. All right. Do- hey, you know what? I opened for Dawkin. I love Dawkin. I, I, I just love the way they performed. And, um, you know, don't get me wrong. I mean, like I said, you know, I got a, Poison was awesome. They gave me my break. Sure. And, uh, but overall, I really thought Dawkins were better as a stage present than than most of the other hmm. bands back then. They did. They had a really good stage show. Dawkins really did. Yeah, and they, they did. Their songs were, were really, uh, they were well written. I mean, I'll you, give you, my top three. Wow. I, okay. can, I, can, I can say this. I have, I have not seen any of those bands live. Really? Oh, You've never man. Oh. None. I've never seen I've never seen Motley Crue, I've never seen Warrant, I never saw Poison saw or Dokken or any of those guys. I saw all those bands. My top three eighties. Mm-hmm. Uh Dokken number one. Damn Yankees were number two. Nice. Oh wow. Um and then three. Wow, that is a strong toss up there. It's very hard. Um Tangier. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, enough joking. enough's enough. <laughs> no, I mean I like Steelheart too, but uh Oh nice. yeah. Nice. But I'll I would probably say poison would be my third. Okay. Oh, there you go. If I if if I had to pick three, it would not be any of those bands. And I, and it's not and it's not it's not a diss to those bands, it's just like I said, I, I wasn't huge into the hair stuff. I was more right. he was in the new kids on the block. Yeah, you know, no fuck off. I wasn't <laughs> I was more I was more into like Iron Maiden and Metallica and you know those guys in the eighties. I was I was into that too, but I I, I looked at every artist every, every I looked at the the category uh, categories of music as independent from each other. So if I was looking at hair metal, this was my hair metal right, group. Right, right. If I was right, looking right. at hard rock, this was this. If I was looking at country, it was this. Well, I mean, for me, country. I grew up on country. My dad was huge into country. My mom was huge into Motown. That was oh, her nice. Fan. I you were so crunchy. You were so country. You grew up in the country. That's it. I did. I was. Uh, so I, I would get up in the morning. My dad had George Jones playing. He would have. Uh, he had the biggest collection of Johnny Cash stuff I ever saw in my life. So I mean, so when Waylon when, Jennings, you name it. So when your dad would would show up in the morning, would he show up at all? Sometimes. <laughs> it, and he, if he if he if he's on his way, he was usually delayed because there was a train or a truck accident. Uh, I really fucked up that joke. Yeah, he did, but yeah, I was trying yeah. to save it. He was trying to save it. And, he was doing for, for just so our audience, who who uh, uh, many of whom don't necessarily listen to country, uh, George Jones's nickname was No Show because he yeah. didn't show up though. Yeah, he was. Uh, um, but you know the bands that I followed into the '90s that really kept me going with my music writing, mm-hmm. and it could shock a lot of people, but it really did. And um, Def Leppard was one of them. Oh, Def Leppard! I followed them on nice. tour. Nice. 
yeah, I followed them like crazy. And then um, the other group, you know, that I followed into the 90s, which actually t turned to my writing skills. And it's not the hair or, you know, or the country music I did. It was actually the Bee Gees. Um, really? I oh, loved, the kids yeah, were excellent songwriters. They were, and I did. I followed the way they wrote and the way Barry Gibb wrote. Um, and uh, He wrote for um, a lot of people. Yeah, he did, and it really you know, it impressed me. And Lionel Richie was the other one. And uh, well, um, <laughs> yeah, he wrote. Yeah, Lionel Richie wrote awesome love songs. He did. I mean, he, he actually did, everything he wrote turned to gold. Yeah, he actually uh, did a country duet album a year ago or did two, he? a year and a half ago. Yep. Yeah, it, it was that. all his old classics, and he would bring in country stars to to sing like the duet that's uh, pretty fucking cool willie, man willie did one and actually it, it was actually he really shouldn't have been on it It was actually pretty bad dude uh, I, i've heard some bad stuff um recently they had a i'm not not to cut you off they had recently had a con uh, concert for um john lennon's uh like 70th birthday or something wow and birthday. yeah and, and, and he didn't come anywhere near <laughs> yeah, yeah, not even close. Did um, they know that he had passed away? I think so, but um, Willie Nelson... Did they wheel a corpse out? <laughs> no. Willie Nelson actually <laughs> sang one of the songs with Chris Christopherson. Oh, and, that's awful. And they said it was so fucking bad. I didn't hear it, I so mean, uh, I didn't get the chance to see it. Chris Christopherson, he was, he's a, there are some people that are good writers. Don't think he's good in his blade. <laughs> some, some, some writers aren't good performers. Right. Chris Christopherson, he can write some songs. I'm not a huge fan of his music. Singing. Yeah, the singing. I'm yeah, really not. Outside of, um, uh, I can't think of the name of the band, but but the but the super group he was in with 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 Cash Whalen or the Highwaymen. The outside Highwaymen. of the Highwaymen. Yeah, I actually sing a few of their songs. And um, really, that's cool. Oh, really, that's yeah. cool. Uh, my favorite one is Silver Stallion. All right. Nice. Um, but no. the. Uh, the top three country that you said about, you know, what I like? Yeah. Uh, uh, Conway, number one. Nice. Conway Twitty, yeah. Uh, my second one. one would be George Strait. Okay. All right. Sure country right third, there. Uh, third actually is now. Um, and he's a good friend of mine. And uh, he wrote one of my songs that's going to ne on the next album. I'll be singing it down at the Babylon. Sweet. And oh, cool. And uh, um, the song's called Man, Be Man Behind the Wheel. Nice, dude. That's fucking cool. Yeah. Um, we actually Skyped and wrote the song together on video uh, chat. Oh, wow, dude. That's pretty That's cool. awesome. And my daughter walked in and she's like, Oh, you're, you're, you're. He goes, Yes, honey, I am. So it was just, <laughs> it was awesome. It was just. <laughs> That's cool. But, uh, um, but, you know, some of the artists that really disappoints me, I was at CMA Fest. You know how, and I know you guys, you know, when you guys did your bands, if somebody wanted an autograph, you were there, you know? Right, and of course. Because we all, every one of us, one way or another, have done the hard work and we know what it was about. Right. But there's artists nowadays that are, and it's, you know, I don't know if I'm allowed to say it or not, but they're pricks. Oh, you can and say you can definitely say it. You can, you can say whatever you, can, you want. You can go harder than that. If yeah, you, you want to call them assholes, cocksuckers, whatever. It's cool. <laughs> we don't give a shit on here. <laughs> and they are. They're arrogant, arrogant assholes. And the reason is because, you know, when you get little kids that come up there and want an autograph, and you disregard and tell them they don't make enough money, 
Wow! They actually—you've seen someone do that? That's pretty. Yes, I up. did, and it's Eric Church is one of them. Wow! Oh, wow! I'm serious? He is an arrogant ass in uh, toward the public. He he puts on this, uh, this, I don't know, this front in front of the audience. But if you're not a certain kind of type of person, you know, sure, you must forget it. So um, he's a he's the Elijah Dushku. He, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. There's, there's two of them out there. Um, Jason Aldean's another one. Really? Wow. Oh, yeah, huh. And it's all about the money and it and, and it's seeing how famous you can get so fast. And you know, they don't really care about these this the the fans at all. And I don't want that to change me. If if for some reason one of these songs takes off real fast for me, which I really believe Country Spirit is the one that's gonna take me to the top. Oh, that's and awesome. I got another song, uh, I think Wayne, I did I think I sent it to you, but I'm not sure. It was written by a good friend of mine. He passed away on Thanksgiving, 87 oh. years old. Oh, man, I'm sorry to hear that. He's got 67 Grammy Awards for writing. Jesus. Oh, wow. That's yeah. incredible. He's one of the ones behind the scenes that nobody knew about. And I met this guy, and it was just an awesome, you know, I saw the awards and stuff, and it's true. He, it was really real. But um, it's called The More I Learn About Women, The More I Love My Truck. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And it's awesome. It is really cool country tune. But, uh, you know, but, and that's what I want to do. I want to hopefully that, you know, I can, and I give my word to everybody. And there's there's little girl, seven years old. Well, she was eight when she passed, and she died in July. Oh. Um, she had a disease called Batten's disease. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was a big supporter for this little girl. She was in Canada. Mm. Uh, she heard my song, Lost Without You. And it's a rocker, and who's playing lead guitar on that song is John Roth. Wow. And he's from, so, he's playing lead on that, on that, uh, the, uh, song itself, but the little girl could never smile until she heard that song. Man, I bawled. I literally bawled. And, uh, and that, you know, that right there made me turn to remember why I still do this music. And it's for you know fans like her. That's awesome, man. That it's really a, it's amazing cool. feeling when you can touch somebody like that through music. You know what I mean? It's 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 something. It it it's got to have a hell of an impact. It does. Um, you know that's what you know. Some of the songs. It's easy sometimes too. I quit writing, and um, you know, Colt Fifty One. When I was fronting with them, the guys were older, you know, than me, and they were like 24, 25. I'm 19 years old at the time, mm -hmm. and I was still learning what it was to be in the music scene and out in the open like that. And it, it got scary for me, and uh, but you know, it made you grow up real fast because after during the after parties, you see in this tent, you got a bunch of orgies going on, and you know, <laughs> girls train. Oh, I mean, that's the truth, and, and girls train. Yeah. And I was like, what the hell is a train? And all of a sudden, you see it. And I'm like, oh, damn, you know? But and, uh, <laughs> All right, what's going on? And, oh, fuck. What the shit? But, you know, I learned. I'm wearing the wrong shoes. Yeah, no, it was awesome, actually. I, you know, I like that part. But um, <laughs> but the drugs, you know, I mean, it, it, it just still, each was their own. And I don't care, you know? And, and the reason why, because, man, those guys knew how to play the audience and they, it was just oh wow yeah. and you know see Stacey play live on stage and you're sitting behind the curtain watching it just blew you away and he swore to God his fingers were going to fall off as fast as he was playing 
Right. Um, but it was that experience that I brought on as I got older of seeing these guys live and what I could do, even though I can never play guitar like they did. And I never will. But, man, they were gods, you know, of the guitar. And it was just awesome to hear it. And it was just, I wish I could go back and see that again. It's very rare anymore that you can find... Uh, anymore, it's hard to find that. Uh, the, the days of the, of the guitar god is, are very far they're very far and few between it's dead it's yeah. it, i don't want to call it dead because i refuse to give up on it it's dead but but i mean there were growing up i mean whether it's guitar or if you were a bassist you love the bass players you know and right stuff, but but the the you always had that iconic person that you looked up to if you were in if you were trying to do music oh yeah of like, course I mean, well, that's not, but that's not a a function of 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 like musical talent. That's a function of uh, as as you go from the radio generation to the MTV generation, it became about like having a package. Yeah, like how the front man went for because the front man a lot of times used to be the guitarist, and now it's the lead well, guitarist. And now it's right. now it's always the 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 lead singer. It's not. It's not necessarily that there aren't great guitar players out there, and country is certainly exemplary of that. You know, uh, Jesse mentioned Vince Gill, yes, re recording one of his songs or, or co, co uh, duetting, you know, whatever. But uh, Vince Gill's known for for his incredible guitar playing, and you know, he is, but, he is a very good guitar player. Vince Gill definitely is. Um, very, yeah, and, um, the uh, you know what we were talking about. See, I got asked and. You know, and it's pretty cool when you're doing a live show and you're you, and after your show you get you know the, the fans to ask you questions, and, and that's so cool when you got a one-on-one -on -one thing and and you know, all of a sudden you get certain people walk up and they ask you certain questions like, you know, who, you know, wh who was your favorite guitar player or who was your you know favorite drummer or you know things like that and and you know and I remember it and, and it was and it's pretty cool no matter how old you get you still remember some of those guitar players and drummers and stuff like that sure. and, and I tell them that it's really hard to pick you know who was my favorite guitar player and but I keep going back to Lindsey Buckingham and uh, he's a, yeah. yeah right exactly uh, I mean definitely may, and he's so it, his, his style is so uh, lack of a better term organic I mean it's it's so raw and it, it, but it's it's very clean, and I. Well, I, you know, he he could certainly go his own way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rim shot. <laughs> so, sorry, that was awesome. Fire in the face. Fire yeah, in the face. There, but uh, um, <laughs> you know, the other one too, drummer wise, and it might shock you guys, but my favorite drummer was Lars. Ah. Oh. No, no, really, man. I, I mean, I, I. I saw them when Dave Mustaine was still with them. Look, man, and you had me with all the other ones, but now I'm just gotta say. Well, well <laughs> I mean, I, but, I, but you know, the one who backs it up, you know, that I actually chose, and and, and that's where I had a tie at because, um, Ricky Rocket. Okay. Oh, Ricky, all right. Ricky yeah. Rocket. Yeah. All right. Or or there was a and, you know the other one. Like I said, I had top three of these drummers, but they were all together. They were there was not number one or number two or number three. And the other one was Rick Allen. Nice. And, okay. Uh, uh, Def Leppard and uh, um, but he's only got one know, arm. I tell these people these. They're like, oh my gosh, they're so old. No, it wasn't that. They brought the music alive, and that's why I liked them so much. And 
but Metallica, I actually stopped hate. I didn't like their music much once they got started getting into the orchestra. Sure. Uh, I, I mean, and that's I love um, Megadeth. Oh yeah, and, yeah, I do too. You know, and that, and the, and I love their music and the way it was, and I think. I mean, don't you know? I mean, Metallica is really cool and and stuff like that with James, but I thought Dave Mustaine made Metallica better. Mm-hmm. And he definitely took it in a different direction, that's for sure. Exactly, but you know, things happen for a reason, and look sure. what happened. And um, and then I, you know, once we got older, all of us, you know, I believe you guys are in your forty, you're forty years old. Yeah, yeah, we're all about the same age. So you don't understand what I mean about this. It's like the music changed, and when you start seeing Axl Rose being an idiot. And then, sure. <laughs> uh, you know, and you remember the music back then, and you, uh, you heard that that's gonna re- that's gonna happen again, right? Yes, Axel's there, Guns and Roses, man, back again. I know, but I'm I don't I think it's gonna blow up in front of everybody. That's what, I think it is. That's too. what everybody's saying, but there is a big chance. We'll see. We'll see. As long There's as he doesn't have crazy what? Buckethead with him, it'll be I fine. did forget about one guitar player, and I think he is better than the rest of them that I did mention. Who's that? And, and I, I forgot to mention him, and, and that's Slash. Oh, Slash is good now. Yeah, no matter what kind of music he's playing, boy, can he make them, that guitar talk. Yeah, he can. He puts a lot of emotion behind his playing, that's for sure. Yeah, and his look, it blows people away. You know, he's thinking, well, this guy can't play country. Look what he did. Yeah. Um, he got on stage with Kenny Chesney. It just, people <laughs> were so... <laughs> that's pretty impressive right there. You know... And, um, you know, but now you guys, I mean, I know you guys got into the music for a reason. Yes, what sure. Is, you know, who got you into that? What made you get into it? Mm. Uh, I tell you what, what got me into my to music. I mean, it wasn't quite. He, he did it all for the nucky? Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> you know, it was it was the, the vagina. I couldn't help it. it. It was calling me. It was like. Oh, I thought I thought it was yours. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Dick. Hey, um, you know, I will Wait, what? Mike says I'm the same way. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Uh, my father was a, a musician. He played. Uh, he played a Hammond organ, and he actually, you know, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. You know, that's right. That's how I got here. Um, but no, he uh, he had you know bands in the '60s and and stuff, and he would him and his friends would play in our, in our living room when I was a kid, and it just influenced me to want to play music. So I think for me, it was my. Uh the stories because i never i actually never got to meet the gentleman but uh my um my grandfather on my mother's side uh he was a huge uh, musician he played uh he played piano for the silent movies he was actually uh, for the uh for he was the piano player for the very first silent movie the great train yeah yeah, he, he played. He he was the piano player. That's freaking cool, dude. Uh, he he played. He he taught uh, music. Uh, he was just in part as part time, but he he did so much. He he could play like I think something like ten or eleven different instruments. Wow. He was crazy. But uh, just hearing the stories about him influenced me to want to get into music. And then of course hearing music uh, in the different types that I I that influenced me. Uh, of course rock. Of course country. Um, you know, uh, I heard so much R and B growing up; it, it was sickening. Yes. You know, but uh, <laughs> but I think it, I always wanted to take all those influences and just mold them into something amazing. And it uh, never happened. Well, it did to a point. <laughs> I mean, I, I we 
the bands I was in, we had moments like like I said, we opened up for a lot of people with like uh, that's cool. Ted Nugent, uh, Dawkins, uh, Kicks. Uh, uh, yeah, Kicks. Yeah. Yeah, bands like that. That's I some mean, good we cereal up for a lot of them. You know, we did. Uh, oh God, who we 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 did when we were Doc and we did uh, Strippin' Jam, which was um, yeah. You told I remember yeah, that. That's funny. Yeah, it was amazing. It was it was it was kind of funny, but uh, we we did a lot of you know a band stuff, and I tried to insert myself into the music scene wherever I possibly could. Like, and, then, uh, and then he got working, married. Yeah, you know, work behind the scenes of uh, the Adrenalize tour with Def Leppard and. And, and, and stuff like that and, and doing whatever I could just to get involved with it. And then going completely to the other side, I was a road, uh, one of the road crew for uh, TLC when I was going to Slipper Rock University. And it was just, it was crazy. My but, buddy went uh, to Slippery Rock. Really? Uh, yeah, my high school uh, buddy did. All right, yeah. awesome. The number one party school for five years in a row. Yeah, it was. Uh, I was there. I think name was Omar. And, um, Omar. Omar. Yeah, yeah. Omar the Ogre? Uh, Hoeing. His last name was Hoeing. Oh, yeah, yeah, but we there was a guy there we called Omar the Ogre. Huh. Was he a bit was he a big dude? No, I don't know. I don't I mean at that time he was more I don't know, when he first started, probably about 135. Was yeah. he tall? Because this dude was yeah. tall. Yeah, he was tall. Okay, it might be that would be weird if it was the same dude, because this dude was tall. We only called him the ogre because he was like taller than everybody else. <laughs> no, he wasn't that. He's probably hey, Five nines. Oh, I was gonna say this dude was at least six three. Oh, nah. Not the same that. dude. Not the same ogre. Sorry. All right, but, uh, uh, that'd be funny if it was. Though. But I and Slipper Rock. Next time, is is the dude still around? No, he lives in Washington. Okay, well, next time you talk to him, let him know. Uh, um, I I ran the radio station for Slipper Rock University. Oh hell yeah! I think he was done in ninety five. So I was I was there in uh, ninety uh, two through ninety. Then you got yeah. Then you definitely had no because he was there from uh, ninety um, fall ninety and or and uh, um, till you know ninety four ninety five. So oh yeah, we had uh, we had the radio share called the Bomb Scare. We played all the uh, the weird B track songs from all of the uh, like a lot of one hit wonders and oddball rock and shit that we. Uh, I, I thought it was because you were just bombed out of your skull. Yeah, <laughs> uh, there, there was that too, dude. I, there was a so, whole there was a whole section of my life when I was going to Slipper Rock that I don't remember. So, um, Adam, yeah, what got you into the music? I, you know, I'm really spiritual. <laughs> really, I felt like uh, you have totem poles uh, and like, and it, dream like I feel like you know, singing is is next to godliness, and well, when you're gifted with like I thought like cleanliness was. When you're gifted with like a voice and a body like mine, it's it's it, you have to share it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, so all right. So we talked a lot about his music. We do, we talked a lot about the stuff. So let like let's play one of his tunes. Um, you wanted me to play "Down Home Boy." Yeah, that man. That was actually a surprise. I posted today, and I mean, I went on to the top 100 of the number one music, and uh, you know, number. 11 in it was, it was number two in Tennessee, number 11, I think, uh, number 11 in the U.S., and then 27, and, you know, throughout the world. And that, I was like, wow, you know, that's, that's awesome, pretty awesome. Dude. And, um, it, it did, it, it, that was all genres too for 27. You can't, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it is um, pretty damn That cool. is pretty awesome, dude. And, uh, but you know, one more thing before we play it, you know, but I, even though I had top threes in each to, you know, music wise, but I had one group. You know that really overtopped every one of them, and I still listen to the to this day. 
I just love their harmonies, um, everything they did about the music, and that was the Eagles. And, uh, you know, that is my favorite group of all time. Oh, hey, that's, that is definitely an iconic group, right? Yes, for sure. yes. So, all right, so without further ado, would you like to tell these people what, what the song's about? Yeah, actually, um, it's about a guy who sees his girl and everything, and he's from the country, she's from the city, and, you know, in his mind, he don't think there's a chance, but he tries everything he can. And, uh, you know, she's class, you know, classy, and he's a redneck, so, you know, it's bad news. <laughs> All right, well, here's my, Mr. Jesse Cole James, and this is Down Home Boy. I was checking out the girls, looking for a dance. When I got close enough, I saw her come on glance. I said, do you two-step? She looked into my eyes. She said, honey, I think you know, you just read my mind. I'm just a down home boy, uptown Saturday night. I was country backwoods. She was big city lights I was looking for some fun When I saw her come inside Just a down home country boy Uptown Saturday night Her perfume was awesome It hit me like a truck When it comes to being lucky I never had so much my first trip in the fashion, I can feel the fun begin. When we talked about the weather, I felt the warm front moving in. I'm just a down home boy, uptown Saturday night. I was country backwoods, she was big city lights. I was looking for some fun. When I call her, come inside Here's the down home country boy Uptown Saturday night With my long-legged, two-legged deer Already zeroed in It was hard to keep my fever Under the hundred and ten I'm just a down home boy Uptown Saturday night I was country backwoods, she was big city lights. I was looking for a ship when a jack rolled inside. I'm just a down home country boy, uptown Saturday night. Just a down home boy. I'm just a down home boy. Yeah, I'm just down home boy. All right, well that was down home boy. Did y'all, that was awesome, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean it was cool. a great song. I, and I mean I've listened to the song before since uh, Jesse sent me the demos and stuff, and I sent it to you guys. And man, it's gonna be a really good show out here, man. When you come out here and play, I think it's gonna be an amazing night. Uh, if 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 you're hearing us right now, definitely make the time go out to the Babylon. Uh, you got to check this out. Uh, 
you're not going to regret it. It's going to be a wonderful way to spend uh, to to really get into the new year, and it's it's going to be it's going to be a blast. And it's it's a first all Definitely. all over the place because it's the first time that we've actually booked a country act. Sure, and yeah. it, and it's the first that we've actually played a country song on our show. <laughs> and and you'll get to see Wayne in a ten gallon hat, no. and Adam in a very tiny hat. No, yeah. no. You'll, you'll, you'll actually see neither. He's drinking out that 10-gallon hat, ain't he? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, where else are you going, man? You, you just uh, Where else is this tour bringing you? Actually, you know, uh, right now as we speak, it's getting set up, and um, I'm just going to let it out now. Right now, the tour is getting set up with a group called Sawdust Road, okay. and they're phenomenal. Um, the group is just amazing of what they do and their harmonies and stuff, but... Um, supposed to be uh, heading to Florida and Alabama, uh, Texas and uh, um, New Mexico just for the winter, and then you know then we're going to be hitting the festivals and fairs and some rodeos and stuff. That's Very fantastic, cool, man. man! That we is. We need to awesome. get you up here in Georgia for sure. You're, you're, yes, your, your style is going to be amazing here. Yeah, they said uh, that's where a lot of people have been wanting me to come. The, the writer is actually from Georgia. Um, oh my gosh, I can't think of the name of the town. It's a small town and. Uh, um, the writer uh, wrote Down Home Boy was Lewis Brown. Okay. And he he's out at it's a small town. It starts with a C and and it's in Georgia. Well, he um, he's he's written other songs, hasn't he? Oh heck yeah, a lot of them. And yeah. uh, most of album on his first album, he wrote almost uh, out of the nine songs on this first album, he wrote seven of them. Wow, Damn, that's awesome. So, and oh, wow. I'm sorry, I take it back. Five and two of them were written from a guy. Over in Ireland. Oh, okay. All right. That's uh, interesting. Yeah. Well, if you if you Savannah's a uh, that's where I'm at right now. Uh, Savannah's a, a big Irish town, and I always said when you, you're you're listening to to good Irish music, you can really hear um, uh, a lot of country in Irish traditional music. I'll fit in very well. Uh, very well. That's my heritage. Okay. Well, there you go. Well, you need to come to Savannah. I think you'll fit in just fine. Yes. And we'll, we'll, uh, we need to yeah, arrange that, I usually that, don't go to the pubs, but I, I will definitely <laughs> take you. <laughs> He's a liar also, by the way. <laughs> I, I'm just letting his you know. This house is a pub. Yes. <laughs> this is the same man who walks down the street with what he calls his growler. Why don't you do me a favor, Wayne, and uh, tell me about New Orleans. I've never been there. Tell you about New Orleans. Huh, it's a well, lot like Ohio. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of the same. No, man. It's it, it, it's. It's. I mean, it depends on the thing you want to go do. Like, if you want to go and party, you can go party. There's plenty of places to do that here. If you want to go and eat your face off. That's gross. That's what, <laughs> that, that's, there's plenty of places to do that here. I mean, it really, it really depends on what you want. I mean, it's a really nice, uh, it's a nice place to visit. It sucks to live here, but it's nice to visit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Bourbon Street. Wait, what? It, it, Bourbon Street? Street? Yeah. Street. I want to go there. Well, it's definitely you. It's it's definitely a good place to go. Uh, personally, I I had just recently started going down to New Orleans, and I I have uh, I've been to Bourbon Street. Yes, he has. Um, I personally like a lot of the places more on Canal Street and places like that. Um, but Bourbon Street's cool. Bourbon uh, Street is a place that everyone should go once in their life. Once in their life, exactly. I guarantee. Just and, just once. Once, okay. you know. I mean, uh, don't, it's a don't lot of drink bars. on Bourbon Street. 
It, it's it's a lot of bars. Um, also, it's a lot of don't, don't take your clothes off on Bourbon Street. <laughs> it's uh, all... don't don't let people see your wallet on Bourbon Street. <laughs> uh, don't get shot on Bourbon Street. <laughs> it's a lot of uh, women that they well actually they look like women but they may not be. Oh hey, hell. It's, yeah, it's, you got to be careful, bro. It's, well, speaking it's, of which, hey folks, uh, our friend Jeff D, uh, expert comedian, yes, is having a show at the Oz. So if you're down at Bourbon Street, check yeah, him out. I saw that. That's pretty awesome that he's got a, he's, he's got a returning show at the Oz now. That's really yes. Cool. And while I love watching Jeff D, I'm not going to the Oz. Really? So. It, I would it, go. If you if you're going down, Jesse, if you're going down to uh, down towards the corridor and stuff, um, yeah. there's a few places. Uh, uh, You'll, you'll, you know, go go to the tourist location. If you want to have fun. sex with men, there's a few places. Hell well, no. yeah, ask <laughs> Wayne because I have no idea. But oh, please. Uh, I, I know was, what, uh, Richard's going to be taking me down because I'm like promoting and everything. Right. So um, I'm pretty sure he definitely knows the areas to go to. Check out, a, oh, yeah, check sure. out a couple uh, burlesque shows. Yeah, those uh, are always go cool. go eat at the Napoleon House because it's amazing. All right. Um. Man, there's, there's a you just see, go down there by honestly, where, the, where the cathedral is. It's beautiful down there. You know, honestly, take it from Rum because Rum doesn't live here and he does the tourist thing. So he actually knows the. I know more than they do. The about better what spot, the, the better spots out down in the quarter because yeah. people, most people who live here, don't go to the quarter. Right, and which is fine with me because when I get down there, it's like it's just like like adult Disneyland. Because I'm you know, Marty girl. On is that on Bourbon Street? Is where they do that? They do it all over. In I the mean, state it's, it, yeah, it's like it, they just pretty much do it all downtown. Now, now in no, they do it. They do it in Metairie too. Well, yeah, they do it. Yeah, in Metairie, they also do it in Biloxi and stuff like that. Right, but, yeah, but they, they do it. It's all over Louisiana. Though. Yeah, I man. Agree. You know, like um, when you go to like, it's hard, you could go to Bourbon for Mardi Gras, but picture this: picture standing. You ever you ever seen those? videos of um the slaughterhouses where the where the chickens are yeah and there are like tons of them in a room right and and this one guy's trying to walk through and they can't move yeah that's what it's like it's it's basically like uh ye- someone yelling free beer in the middle of the parking lot at the super bowl <laughs> yeah and like and like 40,000 people are crammed in a in a in a like yeah, one seater bathroom tough. or something you know i heard a joke one time when you guys just mentioned about you know, saying free beer at the Superdome, and uh, but I heard a joke one time at a show, and I, I tried. You know, you try to hold him to laugh because you're trying to do a show and you don't want to offend nobody. But <laughs> this guy's in the audience, and he says, he goes, you know, when you're uh, when you know you're in West Virginia and uh, you're performing and uh, and you're giving away a free concert, but that don't work. He says the only way you can get a crowd in there is tell them you have free false teeth and they'll come running. <laughs> God. <laughs> and I could not, you know, I'm sitting there grinning and everything. I'm like, oh, God, I cannot let it go. I have to try so hard not to offend nobody. And then, you you know, you take a break and you get back in the back and changing the shirt and you start busting out. That's, That's awesome. What, one of the funniest things I've ever seen, uh, I've never got, I didn't actually see this show, but it, it was, it's a YouTube video. If you go look it up, you'll find it. Um, it's, it's, we were talking earlier about pretentious assholes. Well, this is one of the biggest ones, in my opinion. U2 was playing. Mm. And uh, Bono yeah. was up there, and he he stopped the whole show. Like, everybody was quiet. And all you hear him is doing this. He's like... And he says, every time I clap, 
an African baby dies, and he just keeps going. What? <laughs> wait, 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 hold on. And it's so quiet, and then all you hear is this one dude in the background screaming. He goes, well, stop fucking clapping, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I couldn't stop laughing. It was the greatest thing I've ever seen. Now, what's oh, uh, your um, one of you guys is uh, you know, give me your top three concerts you ever been to that you guys remember. Ooh, uh, one of my first concerts, uh, Iron Maiden in uh, in eighty eighty eight. You're uh, old. Oh, shut the fuck up! You just said you were. <laughs> I don't want to hear that. Uh, that's probably I was twelve, maybe, maybe hundred. Eat me, you fucker! <laughs> it could be only one. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that that show really sticks in my head. Uh, the first concert I ever went to sticks in my head still, and that was uh, Jethro Tull. That was wow. all. That was really cool. My dad took me there. Um, and probably the first time I saw Paul McCartney. Wow. That's right. actually a good. That's a that's a good group of people right there, man. Yeah, yeah, it's a little different. What about you, Adam? Yeah, Adam, what you got? Uh, I I think uh, my first concert, which was Amy Grant and Color Me Bad. Nice, think, nice. Uh, that's it awesome. Was me, it was uh, me and my mom there while uh, you know they sang "I Want to Sex You Up," which was really uncomfortable. I bet you know. <laughs> you were like, "What the hell am I doing?" Uh. But, uh, you know, uh, I saw, like I mentioned earlier, you know, I saw uh, Darius Rucker, uh, Dirks Bentley, and uh, Brad Paisley. That was that was a pretty pretty cool concert. And um, I think uh, I think Chesney and, and uh, Dirks was probably, uh, you know, Chesney likes to put on a really good show. Yep. Um, uh, you know he's he he goes to like that kind of 80s stuff where they like he puts out inflatable balloons and that kind of shit mm-hmm. so that's cool man i think i think maybe for me it was uh i know i spent i used to work jobs just to pay for uh concert tickets when i was in school um i i wait I, wait what was uh, what was one of them your your first concert with uh you know uh, mozart I, I I don't know who that is. <laughs> anyway, um, sorry. <laughs> that yeah, was a great was old. Bad. It was bad anyway. <laughs> it was bad, dude. Um, dude, um, I did the uh, GNR Metallica tour. That was memorable. Wow. I did. I, I did uh, see that. That was good too. I did the uh, Def Leppard tour. I well, actually did parts of uh, Hysteria and I did parts of Adrenalized. Uh, I saw one show with a High and Dry tour. Um, gosh, dang! I mean, I, I've seen um, uh, I saw Judas Priest. I've seen, I man, I've seen so many freaking bands. It's 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 crazy. Uh, strangely enough, uh, one of the funnest concerts I ever went to was Ray Stevens. Wow, that's cool. I know that's that's bizarre, but I mean, it was a really fun concert. <laughs> it was kind of like a cross between Rocky Horror Picture Show and a music yeah. concert. Well, I have you know my first one. That I ever got a chance to go to was Madonna. Oh, that's cool. And yeah, it was very cool. <laughs> but uh, you know, um, for a thirteen-year-old kid, yeah, it was it was pretty hot. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> I bet, man. <laughs> and then, uh, um, it was, you know, another one that I really did enjoy was New Edition. 
Really? New edition. Wow, oh my that's gosh. Cool. Wow, the old Bobby Brown group, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. And uh Belt of the Vote. And um then uh Meatloaf. Ah, uh, I saw Meatloaf. I enjoyed that concert. It was uh, and uh, especially when he did the light show uh laser show for um objects in the rearview mirror. Mm-hmm. And that just blew you away by seeing it. Yeah. But recently Oh wow. Um well, hell, some of the ones I recently was with me with them, but that don't count. Because uh, <laughs> um, I did. I, I got to sing with Kenny Chesney, and that was just an awesome experience. But uh, So I have to go before that, my college days, and that would be... Oh, my God. It's, uh, it's hard to hard to separate <laughs> them. Yeah, it was 90s. Um, uh, you know it was Gore. No, it wasn't. Come on! It wasn't Guar. That's one of my favorite bands, man. <laughs> no, it was... Uh, um, Everybody loves Guar. Wow. Uh, Otis Redding meets Guar. Otis Redding meets Guar. Yeah, that's great. I got great. to see Rob Zombie. It's Guardus Redding. <laughs> who, who, who'd you say? Rob Zombie. I got to see oh, him. Oh, yeah. Rob Zombie puts on a great show. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. It freaked me out. I'll tell you that afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> And then, but I did see a cool concert. It was at the Three River Stadium. Oh yeah! And uh, oh yeah, dude. No, it was. It was real. It was really cool because inside there, and Justin, you might you know remember you know with the three in the Three Rivers, it echoed. It had this acoustic sound inside that. It that did. Stadium. It was just awesome to hear the concerts in there, and uh, a lot of people, you know, don't remember and stuff with that and everything and. And at that time, it was uh, uh, Kenny Rogers. Oh, man, I have a story about Kenny Rogers. And uh, everybody said right he's now. mean. You know, I haven't, I haven't met him, but everybody said he's mean. Well, he, he, he was kind of mean to me, but I, I might have brought it on. Oh, hell. But I, Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I, give, it'll be very give, quick. I'll give this man who does not know you a rum story. Rum. Rum, is there a single like famous person from the seventies and eighties that you haven't assaulted or insulted? <laughs> I there's probably a handful. Bobby Brown. N- yeah, he's one of them. See, told you, I picked one. Yep. Um, no, this was this was real brief. Uh, remember when Kenny Rogers had Kenny Rogers Roasters Chicken Place? Oh yeah. Um, well, I do. You do. Okay. Uh, he was uh, doing a grand opening of a new location. And I'm standing there at the counter with my uh, with my uh, dad, looking and, for uh, some chicken. You want to get some chicken, right? So I was like, yeah, right. We're we're in line for this place. I want to get some fucking chicken. This is gonna be good. <laughs> it's gonna be good chicken. So I I ordered my fried chicken. I had the the the, the country style baked beans coming. Oh man, that so I'm standing good. there and I'm standing there and standing there. And fucking hungry. I I was standing at the counter for like thirty minutes. Hmm. I'm like, okay, well this isn't cool. This is supposed to be a little quicker than this. Uh, so Kenny Rogers comes walking in, and he's like, you know, being Kenny, hey, everybody, I'm Kenny Rogers. And, you know, when he comes in, and everybody's like, you know, he's doing his little spiel. And then somebody who obviously was a plant uh, said, you should play a song. He's like, oh, God, I really don't want to play a song, you know. And he was a plant? It, it, a plant is someone they put in the audience. Oh, not a, not a fern. Okay. No, he wasn't a fern or, or, or a, a, lily. a fica. He wasn't yeah. a fica. Okay, okay. Uh, so... Um, he he comes in. He all of a sudden somebody just magically has a guitar, so he's he's playing he's playing a guitar and of course he's playing something. Uh, he, he's not playing like whole songs. He's just playing like snippets of songs. Like 
he starts out like on a warm summer's eve oh yeah everybody knows that one okay okay he goes into another song and uh, I'm still waiting on chicken 45 uh, minutes later yeah I'm getting a little upset now because I'm hungry and my dad's getting mad and you want beans and I want the freaking beans uh, I could smell them <laughs> so, wait for Rob uh, to sing the coward of the county <laughs> <laughs> so uh, all of a sudden he puts the guitar away everybody's clapping oh this is great everybody is like He's like, uh, anybody have any questions? You know, that was the wrong thing to say. And I, I looked at him and said, where's my goddamn chicken? <laughs> <laughs> and he looked at me and said, well, you're standing in line, aren't you? I said, for 45 minutes, where's my goddamn chicken? And so <laughs> there was this whole thing with the chicken. And, uh, fi- finally, he comes over and he goes behind the counter. And he's he's trying to do his, this nice PR thing. So he puts the little the little Kenny Rogers rose. He has the little apron on, and he's standing there. It's like a photo op. And I'm like, this isn't getting my chicken any quicker. You know, everybody's taking pictures of Kenny with his apron on. Finally, the chicken comes out, and we're standing there. My dad looks at me, and I look at him, and my dad looks at him and goes, "It's two pieces. <laughs> it's two pieces. We we ordered a bucket of chicken and the freaking beans." He was like. Well, they're not quite ready yet. He said, "Well, why the hell have we been standing here?" So we just left. That is the, was, that is the greatest. That is the greatest Kenny Robert Rogers story I have ever heard. It's also know. the greatest Kenny Roberts story. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Who, who is? I can't who tell is you how many Kenny Roberts stories. I've Kenny, heard Kenny Roberts is, is is that the, is the second cousin of Eric Roberts, by the way. If you did right, yeah, and Julia Roberts as well, and Julia Roberts. Right. That was her love shot. It was. <laughs> yeah. There's a really cool artist. And I mean, he still performs and everything, but he's not, you know, uh, like he was in the 90s and stuff. And that's Doug Stone. And he's, you know, him and his wife, I known his wife before they got married, and that's Jade. And they are excellent people, man. You guys need to friend them if you get a chance. They are really. Oh, yeah. Okay. Very Jade. Cool. And, uh, you know, Jade, uh, I mean, I've been following her, you know, music for a while. She's been following my music, and we've been friends for a long time. And, uh, you know, she's expecting here soon. And, and awesome. Stuff. Yeah, and, and it's really cool. And, you know, and Doug is. He's really, you know, um, good about the, the fans and stuff. And he still keeps in touch to this day with them. Um, a lot of the artists that I followed in country music as I was getting older and going through college and stuff. And it was, uh, you know, more, you know, like to Tracy Lawrence and uh, Tracy Bird and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love my Charlie Daniels. Uh, oh yeah, Charlie Daniels. And and he, you know, as old as he is, he still knows how to, you know, put on a show. And, yep. uh, and probably still one of the best fiddle players ever. But no doubt. Um, yeah. You know, then and then I, I like Rascal Flats. You know, the groups nowadays. Uh, mm-hmm. Big Town. Um, I think Luke Bryant is actually a cool person. You know. Uh, sure. Yeah. I think he's doing a good job for what he's doing. Um, I noticed that there are a lot of other ones, but I will not do that just in case I do start taking off. I don't want to ruin it and burn my bridges. <laughs> I gotcha. Uh, so I'll bite my tongue on that and everything. But I do for sure cannot wait and uh, get that chance to see and meet Miranda Lambert. Oh, man, don't, 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 don't even, dude. I think she's the hottest thing out there. All right. Hey, you're you're married, son. Don't, oh, don't oh, try to touch my don't touch my woman, son. Hold on. I told my wife I was gonna fall down on stage just so I can look up. 
all, all I gotta say, man, all I gotta say is I'll you're gonna have you to picture. fight him. You're gonna I'll have to fight. Not, not even debatable. But uh, but overall, you know, be honest. I mean, this is honest truth. I mean, I think Miranda Lambert is one of the most gorgeous women out there in country music. And, oh, I, I think she's probably one of the hottest women that's famous right now. Right, and but I think I don't know what the hell he was smoking or drinking or whatever. Blake Shelton screwed up when he left her for her for Gwen. I don't know. I like both of them, so it's okay. I would I would diddle both those girls. I I like I like to think that was just God answering my prayers, quite frankly, <laughs> <laughs> because. Because as I've often said, when he was married to her, I said I'd I'd skin him like a tauntaun just to get with her. Well, she is. I mean, and, and you know, and uh, I told my son, you know, sixteen and everything, and you know, it was pretty comical. And I told everybody this, and I'll probably tell her that too if I get to, you know, chance to go and see her. And uh, he asked me to literally take a picture when she's wearing her skirt and you know underneath. And I said, "Wow, man." You're starting to act like your dad was when he was that age. <laughs> <laughs> starting to act like your dad now. <laughs> but, uh, but you know, he's not into the music. He, he's, I, I'm not going to push him on it and stuff. And I don't, sure. you know, you guys are parents too, right? Right. So you don't understand. You know, you hope your kids will follow you in your footsteps sometimes. But he's definitely not into it. But my daughter. Man, she sings ten times better than I do, and she's thirteen. Well, you never know. Maybe he'll find eventually down the road he likes something behind the scenes in the music thing. You know, he wants to be a marine biologist. Well, maybe he'll play music for whales or something. That's what I thought, man. Maybe he can talk to dolphins and stuff. Yeah, I there you go. Maybe, maybe the maybe the dolphins like some zeppelin or something. But I am pretty shocked about. It. I mean, I'm excited about coming down to Babylon. I, I am. Great. I really am. And uh, but. You know, I was really surprised. I was like, "Man, am I going to really fit in?" You know, and and I said, "Now I still had to wear and be able to wear the spandex uh, or spandex and stuff, and had the long hair." <laughs> but now, you know, hell, I'm 45 years old, and and uh, which a lot of people think I'm in my early 30s, but uh, it's too late now. They know how old I am. But that's uh, right. You already busted yourself now. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people think I'm in my early 30s as well. You are. You know, and I'm I'm, I'm still. And I, <laughs> Really thankful that I had the pipes that I still have. Sure. And uh, I've been pretty gifted by that. Rum is too, but it's a totally different set of pipes. <laughs> yeah, I, I do some plumbing on the side. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah you okay. do some spelunking uh, too. But yeah, you know, you're a little cave diver. Uh, about the, uh, you know, and I listened to some of you guys' podcasts. It's actually pretty hilarious. I was listening to. <laughs> Thanks, man. I'm, well, I, I, thank you, and I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's all cool. I was actually laughing my ass off. And, uh, it actually made my day listening to it. Awesome. Uh, that feels good. Of, you know, where you guys were talking. And what really got me, and since you said I could say whatever, I'm going to tell you about the one pat, that uh, podcast that I really listened to. And it was about the, uh, um, what was it, the pussy flopping or something like that. And <laughs> it was just, oh. and I didn't get it all, but it was, it was just comical, and I could not hold <laughs> it. Oh. I said, I thought, I got to listen to some more to this. And then it just kept going, and then. Then that, uh, uh, what's that girl's name? Um, Mandy? Uh, I think it is, yeah. And, um, you know, some, I think, I don't forget which one of you three said it, but I, I might have got it wrong, but he might have been talking about some other girl, but it sounded like you guys asked her if hers was flopping or something. It cracked me up. 
<laughs> like I said, I cannot believe they just actually asked this. I'm like, well, you know, and without even skipping a beat, she didn't even hesitate, you know, and just answer, and she just laughed along with it. <laughs> But you know what? We, we've we've met a lot of interesting people doing this, and, yes. and we enjoy meeting people. And uh, we've molested uh, a lot of a lot of we're, we're not out to as well. <laughs> we're not out to purposely insult people a lot of times, uh, but we are uh, we're we're kind of the uh, the light the lighter side of the serious topic, and and you know it, life's too sh- life's too short to be that exactly. freaking serious all the time. So. Um, for the for the record, the the Mandy is um is an unofficial like uh, secondary co-host yes. on this show. Yes, so we don't we don't we don't generally uh, ask ask guests about the pussy. thing was, you know, it, it it rocked. I mean, I really liked it. It, it was really cool, and uh, oh, that's fun, man. You know, I, I enjoyed it. That, you know, listen to that, and um. Uh, well, cool. Listen to the John Stamos episode. It's fun. There is no John Stamos episode. Don't listen to him. There no. is the one that I told you the story about the John Stamos. Thing. Yeah. That's, oh that's yeah, that's the, right. That's the one where uh, he was talking about Reverend Al Green and John Stamos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they fight. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Got gotcha. I like that. Rum's like you should listen to the episode that stars me. Yeah, yeah I'm the. You should because I'm the best. You should listen. You should listen to my episodes. You asked me about coming down to Savannah, right? Yes, yes sir. Well, I like having. I, I believe in that Confederate flag. So I mean, it's. I hear you. There? What's that now? I like the Confederate flag. Sure. Oh, and I uh, I got pretty booed one time in South Carolina, so I was wondering if that's going to be a problem there. No, hell no. No, I doubt no, it. No, I, I tell you what, because uh, I we have the uh, there's the Confederate cemetery. I don't live too far from it. Right. And. Uh, they actually have guards in the Confederate cemetery 24 hours a day now. It's like the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's it, it's gotten that to that point. It's actually slacked. Rob up a was actually bit. in the Confederacy. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> he really? was. He was. He was. Really? He fought right next to everybody. Yeah. Uh huh. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I, I just that's love an how old you're joke. Tickled with yourself right now. Where you're possibly actually tickling yourself, which is I'm, really I'm creepy. literally tickling myself right now. But feels uh, good. Yeah, but uh, for the most part, um, uh, there's only a handful. And uh, most of the people that cause problems about it actually aren't from here. You know what I'm saying? They're, yeah, they, and the people here are like, just fucking let it go. This shit's you know been here forever. You know, don't worry about it. But there's always a handful of troublemakers that want to cause a problem. It's like it's it's the Confederate battle flag is is it, it it's there. There was two different flags. There was that actual Confederate flag, and then there was the battle flag. Well, and they're, you know, they're two different the thing things, is, and none like, of them stood for 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 slavery. I don't even want to get into it. It's a, it's a messed up thing. But yeah, the thing you, is, you those be, guys were just some good old boys, never meaning no harm. Yeah. You know, they had some trouble <laughs> with the law. Sorry. Okay, but no, yeah, I, no, I think no. you do great here, man. We got a lot of country. We got a, a lot of country bars in in town, uh, in and well, around the area. Yeah, and and, and people people are all about it, you know, and and uh, your music is good, and and that's all they're gonna care about, dude. You know, what I tell people live when I when they ask me about that flag, mm-hmm. and I said when they're like, "Do you mean by heritage?" I said because if Bo and Luke believed in it, so do I. That's right. Cute, 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 yeah, exactly. And, um, <laughs> well, uh, on, on that note, right there, no, no, gentlemen, no, no, we got it. Music episode. We do have to end it with this. What? Go ahead. Hey, I do uh, have Wayne, a Wayne, uh, No, go ahead. Is there any? And it, it is. You know, I mean, you guys do this to help the artists too. But sure. And in 
and that's a good thing you're doing this, but the reason why I want to know that is because it, it, as an artist myself, it does. I like to know what the fans think, and, and uh, I want to know what band or artist that you guys miss the most you know, since you guys gotten older mm. that you wish was still performing heavily right now. Ooh. Does it matter what genre? Nope. Typo negative. Well, that's good, okay. yeah, because that's one of your favorites. Yeah. The Fat Boys. Really? The Fat oh. Boys? Hey, the Fat Boys are back, and you know back. <laughs> <laughs> did you not see Disorderlies? I'm I did, sorry. I did. It was wonderful. Yeah, that's messed up. Whose house? Ron's house. Who? <laughs> that's a line from the movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, no. I don't know, man. I really don't know who I would. Uh, Wayne really doesn't listen to music. The ba- the band that I wish was still playing actually just started playing again. So, uh, Faith No More, and they went back. They back back on tour again. So, well, I, I assume you would want Dave Brocky back. That yeah, that too would have been nice, but that's not gonna happen. <laughs> There's so so many bands, so many artists that are that are. Uh, Gone the way of the dodo. You know, remember that, Wayne, when you yeah, had a pet Yeah, one? yeah, back when you were raising. Back, back, when, back when you had a pet dodo. Yeah, I bought them oh, from you because you were raising them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> old jokes. It's so good. It's so funny. That's what anyway, we're good at. Anyway, fucking asshole. Well, old we're, jokes we're really looking forward to you uh, definitely uh, doing the show, uh, definitely going down to Louisiana, and uh, I look forward to you eventually, hopefully, coming up here to Savannah. Uh, I think it would be a really cool uh cool area for you man yeah i, mean, I was looking you know looking at the scenery and then and, and checking out the stuff and everything and uh I, I you know to me i think it is a good chance to, for me to get my music heard more sure. in areas that was hard to get into because new orleans is a hard scene to get a part of yeah it is and um well you, you know, got you got a connection now so uh we can we can try to get you in other places you know we got later, to hook up. On, later on so well, well really I mean, quickly i'm sorry my song, uh, and I just want to know what you guys think. The country spirit. Yes. And I mean, me as an artist. It's really you know, good. That, well, that one song, you know, you've been waiting for that one song to break. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, there's a few other ones I'm doing down there that night. But, like, you know, The Girl of My Dreams, that's a pretty cool song, too. But I really believe in order for me to get into the mainstream radio and billboard and stuff, it would be that song. And uh, either that or, you know, the one I was mentioning, the more I learned about women, the more I love my truck. And, uh, <laughs> yes. I think, I think a lot of rednecks and hillbillies are going to buy that song. I don't see uh, why not. It, it, it speaks to every part of it. Well, my wife's a hillbilly, so I, that's why I talked about it. <laughs> you wrote the song for her. Tell me the truth. Actually, <laughs> you know, actually, we, I do have a song, and, and, you know, and the guy who wrote it... Um, it was actually, you know, the girl of my dreams, you know, I put in there Becky. So, and uh, it's actually pretty cool. And um, there is a, uh, two covers that I, I'm going to record and recut. Mm-hmm. And it's nice for mommy talking about the album coming up. But I, I'd like to, you know, yeah, go ahead. The, it, I'm redoing a TG Shepherd, two TG Shepherd songs. Oh, cool, man. And uh, Slow Burn mm-hmm. and, and Only One You are the two songs that I'm doing. And oh, recut, wow. and uh, but the other ones, you know, they're, like I said, they're all originals. I was asked, you guys remember the movie Pure Country? Yes. Yes. I was asked, no. okay, 
when George Strait was dancing with the leading lady in mm-hmm. the bar before he knocked her and she knocked him on his ass, they that band in the background was the Cactus Brothers. They were singing a song that night uh, during that dance. It's called "Write Write a Great Country Wrong." Well, the writer got a hold of me and asked me to recut. Oh, cool! And, but I haven't found a band, you know, to you know to go into the studio with me to re- to cut that song. Right. Because uh, everybody thinks, oh my God, it's so lame, and you know, it was already part of a movie. Well, that's the thing; it never got its chance to be heard much because anything that George Strait touched became gold. So of course they're going right. to take songs over anything. And it was just an honor to be asked to do that song. Well, that, that never made it on the CD, did it? No, it never did. Not even the second one. Because I, I actually had the Pure Country CD, and I don't remember it. They had two Pure Country CDs uh, from the first movie. and I, did, I, I only remember the one. Yeah, the second one didn't do that good. It was a lot of instrumental stuff on it. Oh, uh, that's why. It's like Dirty Dancing. Remember when the Dirty Dancing had two CDs come out? Right. Or cassettes? Right. And so, and that's why it was the same way. And everybody went and bought the first one instead of the second one anyway. Mm. But um, when I come down here, I'm a little bit nervous. You know, of course, because um, the culture down here is a lot different than you know where I was touring at. No, um, it, it, it's all country, man. Every, every, everywhere well, you go, you're going to find country. I'm excited, and I really am. I'm more. I'm like a kid going stepping into a candy store for the first time, or an 18 year old into a strip joint. You know, so either way, um, it's candy involved. Exactly. <laughs> but, but I, I mean, I'm so excited about coming down here because I, I just really love the, uh, the. The, the history about New Orleans. So, uh, other than my music, I still want to learn something. Who knows? You know, I might be able to write a song about it. And well, while really you're cool. down there, man, go to go to a couple of the uh, the the places that are, are known for for good music down there. Like, if you've got the time, uh, like some of the the jazz clubs and stuff like that. It's amazing what you can hear down there if you just if you just listen. Right. Is that voodoo lady still around, or am I way too past her dead deadline? That vo- that very famous voodoo lady. Oh, oh, yeah, she's way dead. Is that yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, you're all about a about a hundred years. Yeah, hundred years too. Like but but you can go visit her tomb though. Or according to Wayne, five hundred. Well, yeah, but they said it. That, that, gotcha. That things are you know when you go and visit her tomb and stuff, it's actually you get you know weird feelings and stuff when you're there. Yeah, I think I think yeah, it's I get possible. Direction. <laughs> <laughs> that, that that doesn't mean anything. I mean, the phone rings and that happens to Adam. But <laughs> thank, thank God. Woohoo! Uh, I, I think uh, I think we're about uh, out of time for, for this episode. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, yeah. Look look forward to hearing you, and we appreciate you coming down uh, and doing the show. Yeah, uh, man. I'm busy. And look, when when you're done after after you get back from your tour and stuff, come back on, and we'll we'll talk about your experience on it. Heck yeah, it'd be an honor. I mean, like uh, I said, I got doing this, and and Wayne, thank you for you know offering that show to me, man. It not a problem. Lot. Not a problem, dude. I'm just glad we can, uh, you know, have somewhere for you to play. Yeah, yeah. I mean, wintertime usually I take it. I take two months off, but I want to start promoting this album. Okay, there you go. Okay. Good time. Oh. All right. Well, this is Mr. Jesse Cole James. We like to thank you for coming on the show, man. It was really awesome. Uh, yes, sir. I, I uh, was your host, Wayne. I am Adam. <laughs> I'm the rum guy. And remember, boys and girls, to keep it, keep it, keep so it, country. 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 <laughs> <laughs>
Mm-hmm.